dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with the subtle energies of the cosmos. This happens in a form of deep meditation, where I ask certain entities of the otherworldly realm to interact with me. As one of the first contacts from the beyond, my old friend and teacher, a friend of the Indians, showed up. And it is now a great pleasure for me to bring these talks to you in addition to the books in this way. Hello, my dear Padawans, and let's go. Today there is a nice conversation in where Gabriel and I share our thoughts now that we have the ascent and distance. That means the different frequency ranges that oscillate higher and the frequency ranges that oscillate lower will visit later. What did we experience? What do we think about it? I mean, in the end, we all have now, you as listeners too, traveled the cosmos as such. At least the most important parts, points, the most important areas. What does that do to a person? First of all, I'm talking about myself as the one who this wrote down all the things, channeled and recorded. I'm primarily always incredibly surprised by all the information that came through. And I'm happy to share this with you. That's really upfront. At the same time, it obviously made me more humble and above all more grateful. In our lives, what an amazing opportunity we have that we are here now. Even if there are warning signs, it's partly crazy. But the fact that we're allowed to be here in this world now, with the possibilities of our time, for example, which allow me not only to create these works, but to distribute them and to be here with you again in spoken form. Parts, um... And with this feeling, once felt, sensed and torn through the great hole. Am I now actually a different person too? I don't know how you guys feel. I'd be happy if you'd also like to get in touch via the social networks I'm active in or by email, whatever you prefer. Because I'm really also interested in what all these messages do with you. And of course, logically and even more so, it brings me to the person who is friends with the Indians. So great reads. Hence, Gabriel. I'm now going to ask you the question of all questions. How are you feeling after exploring the cosmos? Now that you've traveled with me, what you've learned and perhaps even a bit of what you felt. Subtitles by Stephanie Geiges. Who's breathing so deeply right now? That's the area within me I call the inner child. Why do I say that? On the one hand, our Indian friends always remind us that in the world of humans, there are fairy tales about the reality of the cosmos. In short, the fairy tale of heaven and hell, and that this only arises from our dualistic worldview, which we have to experience here, but has nothing to do with the reality of the subtle worlds, right? Yes, good. But I say, as the one who has also experienced all this now, the descriptions he gives us, the trips to 
to which he has now invited us. Show if I honestly feel exactly that on the subtle world. On the level of the subtle world, these are not fairy tales. Much like our words heaven and hell depict a fairy tale, but they are qualities. There is quality simply put from high and, and far and bright, from deep and black and heavy, from loving and loveless, so there is also a variety of levels there, which extend to duality. Very high, very top, very bright. Simplistically put, very deep, very bottom, very black and black. So, so I do see a parallel. Although our human attempts to grasp it, to formulate it, of course are not missing the mark. However, there are these various levels and what's left for me, I really have to be careful and take a deep breath so I don't just speak childishly or with the consciousness of a medieval person. I feel compelled to walk the path of light so that I don't land in the cold and heaviness as, and I'll make it very clear, as a punishment for my emotional misconduct. Loveless, cruel, murderous, preventing, killing, cynical, repelling, is evil and results in me landing in black, cold, negative, lifeless, lightless levels. That sounds much more nuanced now, but it's hell. So I feel called upon when I realize this can happen. Please be careful. Cleanse yourself, go the path of purification. Do good. Now I'm talking like this quite simply do good, okay, and do no evil, then you have the opportunity to rise in. This is what's left for me. Yes, and it is humbling. 100%. It's incredibly humbling because we always come back to the master key of all keys. The friend of the Indians constantly emphasizes self-responsibility. Because this life, and I just meant that, is the tool with which we do exactly that. And you decide every day. Are we now rather taking the path that allows higher frequencies to resonate within us, also during the lifetime? Or um, we just act like berserkers all our life and let ourselves be unconsciously sleep from A to B. Staggering. And everyone else is to blame, and I am the victim, and do not ask me what, or do we also occasionally take responsibility ourselves? Um, path that leads us somewhere else. Could. The tools here on this planet are there. That's what I mean by we're having a great time now. You just need to go online in quotes and enter a few keywords and you'll be picked up. Surely there will be other opportunities in the future. But now, today and here, it is already here and these many people who have won take along to a more luminous, purer, higher swinging frequency. They are all there. So at the end of the day, it only costs an alignment. Am I just there for that? I want to multiply. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Just to realize, okay, I'm multiplying. That's the meaning of my life. Okay, so what? But there's also the other potential. That one takes care of one's soul and prepares for it. And that's the stupid thing. In the Burn end, the it really is like in all those books. Life is preparation. Preparation for what comes after. For life after. So I prepare for the after. Yes. Um, mm, 
We know friends. The Native American is listening to us right now and is amazed at how we interpret everything. But he must, I think, agree with us on one point. The way he depicts it, the way he describes what's happening in the subtle world is so unspeakably conclusive and from uh, it's completely right. Um, if one indulges in it, that one comes to a realization. It is what it is. He also keeps making that point in his announcements. Why am I emphasizing this? Let this truth in and of itself, which he conveys, you reach a point where this truth is not negotiable. One cannot just suddenly act as if these eternal laws did not exist. So eventually you come to a point of acceptance. You accept this is how the cosmos is. And now it gets interesting. I claim that those people who are listening to us now, who are alert and open-minded, must have major problems with all the religions of this world that hammer fear and guilt into us and objects to this human and freedom-suppressing aspect of almost all religions. The wise person who yearns for freedom logically on, and now it's very personal for me, and maybe for some of you who are listening here, a challenge to say, we need to differentiate very clearly. What went wrong in this human world with the eternal truths that people have only instrumentalized in their religions to oppress each other? Although the primal essence is true, so in the end, one comes with great humility and a thousand times purified, leaving all religions behind. Back to the sentence, so your will be done, expanded, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Mother, may your will be done, may your law be done, because it is so. And the revolution on this earth against everything concerning religion must not lead to one stands in rebellion to the primal truth of cosmic laws, because otherwise, um, to put it briefly and humanly, skin out of the curve. You have summarized it nicely, because this is really a very, very important point, that one should question everything while maintaining this great, big, what was that? Allah is exactly. great, and so this on and so large forth. cosmos, yes. but must also accept the rules in it. The energy yes, loss. Yes. Uh, his big leap. So for Nietzsche, it would be a very big leap. He recognized God is dead. But with that, referring to 100% to the forms of people who have taken God to burn the others. See Giordano Bruno. This God is dead. And then to take the next step again to say, no, God lives, but very differently than we humans have so far. They have perverted to oppress each other. That is, I believe, the great challenge of texts from Friends Indian. When one has the courage to throw away the old forms, to transcend them, and ultimately come back to the very same message, come under the aspect of true love, which knows no oppression, which knows no constriction, which knows no mutilation of the soul. But you mentioned the word courage. And courage is the opposite of fear. 
We live in times, in my opinion, it has always been like this. We just get it communicated mm. faster, that these fear frequencies are being and spread. How? And as a result, the souls lose strength, so they have less courage. Yes, um, that means it is said faster than you think. Have courage. But if you only... I tried to sketch this in my first book once of being somewhat. If you are on a scale from zero to 100, just with the potential 10. If you're on the go, Damn. then you simply only have a tenth of the power that many others have. And if you now tell these people you guys have courage after all, then it's much, much harder for him than for someone who has just 50 or 60%. By the way, there's a very interesting scale about this, the Hawkins scale, which also holds the different consciousness frequencies. I thought it was great that I found it once. And I always have to think back to this scale. It underlines what we have just learned again about Indian friends. At least on the gross material level, the lower frequencies are the frequencies full of fear, envy, hate and such things. Hey, we're talking about frequencies. Are you aware of that? Only in quotes from frequencies. That means from a radiation emission frequency, from a vibration with which you go through life and you decide with which vibration you go. And even if one realizes now Man, I only have 10%. So if you somehow realize I don't have much power, yes. But then you have in this life the chance to change something about it. M Perhaps you can't make 10 out of 100. But you can yes. definitely increase this power, this energy. And for that, there are Indian friends and all other friends. These tools. But That's I mean, Until next time, bye. you make it sound so Amen. easy. Be courageous. Let's stay humble. Which I also find very exciting. And when we have sniffed into the lower frequencies and that is quite different suddenly the friend of the Indians he gave me the task go in there that never happened before hey, he always told me what it was like there is and of course um, I got one or two pieces of information because logically I am connected oh, with him no. connected including his memories and connected with his knowledge Altesto hmm. But this time he often made the attempt and I find that totally exciting because I also learned that it works, that I can stretch out there with my consciousness. That was very interesting and it was nice and in the end it was also very enlightening and I learned something new. That's cool. But I thought, especially in the last chapter where it's just, so these concepts were about heaven, hell and so on, which he doesn't like to dig up again. So, no. Wait, this is completely different. What people usually describe as hell and associate with a certain kind of subtlety, those supposedly after life, what is waiting for us is not after life, it is already during life. That means for me is in negativity or what life difficult. And, and, and in some way just difficult and terrible. That's the animal in humans. It's the animalistic in humans. And often we have it that one or the other says devil equals animal and all such stories. But I think this is a very important perspective that I want to give you again. Hmm. Mainly there is no hell out there, but... Please observe your emotions, team. Your hormone levels or whatever it's called. Your hormone status, your emotional body, just your sensory body. Death, 
What distracts you? Is it led by the soul or is it more physically guided? And whenever it's physical, you'll often find, I can't say exclusively, but it gets very panicky, hysterical and very dramatic often. That is the animalistic, is my perspective. Thank you very much. And if you use your life to not be overwhelmed by this animalistic, if one does not let themselves be led astray, but remains true to themselves and works on their soul frequency, then it becomes stronger and can control the animalistic, primal, devilish. Call it what we want. Overwhelm and make completely different decisions, thereby building and creating a completely different life than if you just stagger along. What do you say to that? This is a tea delivery to Sheila me. once said, Even a Mameluke has courage, but virtue is the ornament of a Christian. Sometimes I have to sprinkle the thin salt of humor into our conversation because it makes life easier. And all these considerations too. I feel like I'm slowly coming to some sort of conclusion. Just want to give us one more picture which ultimately results in thinking about You used the word devil again. The devil is represented in our mainly Western society through a strange figure, half human, half beast, body shown with a horse's foot and horns. That's the devil because he invented the Catholic Church. The archetype is the god Pan, a half-goat, half-goat creature with a horse's foot and two horns, who in turn was the god of sexuality. And because the early Christians and Catholics in and of themselves perverted, those who perceived the joys of sexuality as devilish, as a distraction from the turning to God. So perverse were they over the centuries and millenniums, and this has destroyed and influenced our entire society, is this a sign how wrong? All our religions, ancient images that have a legitimacy and beauty and correctness, that is the infinite joys of essentially lovingly lived. Sexuality has been perverted into devil's work. Let's roll that around in our minds. That means I am concluding my conversation situation today with a wish for us all lives solely for the joy of living, joy of life, love of existence, love of your own existence, love thy neighbor as thyself, then joy can be the result. You said it very nicely. Thank you for the balance again, because exactly right, I also didn't want to demonize the physical in general. But just want to say that one should the negative. Radiations of the physical mm -hmm. do not give too much power because they can cause a lot of suffering. Sunday exactly. Day. But the beautiful tools of it, of course, they should be lived. See Gabriel, what he just said, and they also hold incredibly much potential ready naturally. And as you always hear when I start the sessions, or at least very often, this energy of joy that comes mm -hmm. from the cosmos. Mm -hmm. I drank it in my near death and I, it's in me, it resonates in me and maybe it's been in me all the time and when I connect with the cosmos, it's activated like a light that's been turned up even stronger. But the cosmic principle is a very, very beautiful, loving, light-filled place and it's just our own decision at the end of the day. 
See what we've just discussed. The path we choose. The tools and also help are all there. And that alone is a huge gift. In this sense, thank you very much for listening. We will now continue moving on to many wonderful tools and more other interesting, exciting chapters about all sorts of things. And we are glad you're with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks, love. love.